Good morning. Welcome to the Barnes Sunday Morning Services. Thank you so much for being with me. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. You can get involved with the service anywhere in the world uh, by calling 1-800-411-2663, 1-800-411-BOND, or email us church at bondinfo.org, church at bondinfo.org, and put your name in town, name in town, all your emails, all right? I appreciate it, and good morning again, everybody here. Good morning. Um, <clears throat> Robert, I know you, I know that you switched side on, side on us today. Uh, is, it, is it because your girlfriend is on their side? No. Are you trying to keep an eye on her? <laughs> yeah, I'm, free, I'm very <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to, tomorrow, tomorrow is Memorial Day weekend. I do want to... Uh, at least take a moment to say how grateful I am for the men and women who died so that we could be here today, so that we could be wrong or right in life, we could be free. And when you eat barbecue tomorrow, eat to remember that. Don't forget about it. Because the more I learn about what, what they go through, it's absolutely amazing what the soldiers, the men and women go through in the military for us. Isn't that something? Yes. And uh, they volunteer and go and do that. So I don't want to take that for granted at all. Not one iota. All right. Um, you know, a, a couple of weeks ago, a month ago now, you know, when I talked about the order of things, kind of uh, talked about how things are getting worse instead of getting better. Because at the time, I didn't say liberal women because normally in my church service, I don't say liberal women. I uh, I just say good or evil, and uh, and so once I said what I said, how they are creating a shameless society, all hell broke loose, and it's still breaking. And uh, uh, this week we've been getting a lot of uh, threats and crazy phone calls. I saw this morning where uh, an atheist site went and looked at the video. Everybody know about the video? There's a YouTube video out there of me telling the truth about women. And the one thing you cannot do in America today is tell the truth about blacks, women, and homosexuals. Yes. Isn't that true? You can talk about everybody else. And, and the reality, there's nobody left but the white man. You, can, you can't talk about the blacks. You can't talk about the illegal aliens. You can't talk about women. And you can't talk about the homosexuals. So what's left? <laughs> the white man, yeah, you can't talk about the Muslims. You can only talk about white folks or white men, not even white women, just white men. But I talked about that, and, and all hell broke loose, and uh, they, they've been calling our phones and just playing a recording, right, Sherry? Yeah. A recording, and if... if, uh, if if, my, if someone answered the phone, then they'll record the person answering the phone, then call back and play that too. And they've been given instruction to harass us. It's like, check them out and uh, call them, visit them, visit their sites. And so, you know, it's out there like that. And what I've noticed, though, so far, and if it happened, I haven't read it yet, not one person said, Jesse, you are wrong, and here's why you are wrong. 
I haven't seen anything. Have you seen anything like that on the net, Pat, on the website? I remember you had a woman that disagreed with some points and you had on your radio show. Oh, yeah, from England, right? Yeah. yeah one. That's that one only that I've seen. You haven't seen any other, right? Patrick? Not really. No. Anybody, have you read anything on the net that says, other than that one lady, Jesse, you are wrong, and here's why you are wrong about most women, not all, not all, not all. They don't say why, and I'm looking for why am I wrong, right? And uh, they have been calling me every name in the book, cursing me out. They say, you need to leave the country. They want me to leave America, go somewhere else. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm fighting for America, and they want me to leave America. And I was looking at a site this morning, and someone listed everything I said and then commented on it, but just all negative comments, nothing like, no real dialogue at all. And they say, oh, he is not, uh, he's not educated, but they still don't prove me wrong. Isn't that amazing? They still don't prove me wrong. Now, here's what happened last Sunday after the church service. A friend, he meant no harm, all right? He was just giving me good advice based on how he saw it. He said to me after the meeting, he said, um, what you said is true about what they are doing. These women are creating a, uh, a shameless society. It is true but you shouldn't say it because you're not going to change the voting system. It's not going to change. And sometimes things are best left unsaid. So you, there was no need to say it. I'm like, wow, that's interesting. I said, I really appreciate you, you telling me that. That's real interesting, right? And I thought about that all week. I shouldn't have said it. It's true, but I should not have said it. And it's not that I want to change the voting system. I just want the country to look at what these liberal women are doing. And every, I don't know about every, most of the policies that they make are against the family. It goes against the family. It doesn't build the family. It doesn't encourage the family. It goes against the family. And we looked at what the, the women are doing. I mean, not the women, the homosexuals are doing. We talk about them. We talk about what the blacks are doing. We talk about what the white man, that mean old white man is doing, but we have not looked at what the women are doing. And now that I opened up this can of worm, it's a major discussion going on now. And I think that's good. It's time to talk about it. My question is, is there anyone here who think I should not have said what I said? Because it's really not going to do any good. And I want to hear from you uh, about, I know there is a time to speak up and there is a time not to. And for the last 22 years, I've been counseling around the country, speaking to different people. And the one thing I know for sure, the major problem in life is the breakup of the family. It really is. And there, I started saying there's not one person. Can I say that? There's not, I don't, I don't believe there's one person out there who came, from a, a broke, who came from a broken family and is a happy person. They got issues in their life. They're dealing with things. And I, it's weird, but I know that the, the role of the man is to represent God on earth. He is Christ on earth. He's the spiritual. He's the light unto the family. He's the spiritual head of his wife and children. 
And it's not an ego thing. That's what these people are thinking, too. They think that it's crazy. They think I want something else. I want the man to dominate the woman, to, you know, to dog her out. That's not in my consciousness at all. I just want the order back so that life can be good on earth. But they don't see it that way. And the men are as worse as the women that I'm hearing from. They are, I mean, they'll, unless they're all gay or something, they may be all gay. Because <laughs> a real man should be acting that way. But more, there are as many men who are attacking me as there are women. And I'm thinking, wow, this thing is never going to go back together if men don't understand what's going on. You know, and they are attacking me worse than the women. I mean, and the blacks are mad because everybody's mad about what I said about the women, but they're not as that angry. They're not that angry when I say things about black people. You don't get everybody jumping on board. Uh, yes, ma'am. I believe the men are going along with you because most of them are selfish. They're not going along with me. They're going against me. Well, I'm saying, but still, they don't really want you to wake up the woman's consciousness. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they're very selfish. The men are. Yes, the men. Yeah. And there are some men who agree with me, but they won't say it out loud. They'll whisper and tell me. They're like, yeah, you're right, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they probably realize there's not going to be harmony at home. So. Oh, and when you say wake up the woman's conscience, what, what do you mean these men are afraid of what? Well, because they, some of them have, like the women kind of brainwashed, thinking, okay, this is the way... You know, it's supposed to be. Oh. Yeah, I'm supposed to have these issues, and you're supposed to have your issues, and they've got the woman convinced of that, so the woman supports their needs or let them go out and do their thing and come back home, and it's all good as long as they keep coming back home. That's a very good point. Another thing I noticed, too, is that a lot of women are taking care of men financially now, and I'm hearing this more and more, but the men that are being taken care of or cheating on the women while they're out working. They don't bother to work themselves. They become just low life, you know? I was looking at a, a, a report on Saturday, and it was about this man who is married to this woman or living with her, and he doesn't have, he does work, she does, and she has five children by somebody else, kind of out of wedlock thing, and she's taking care of this grown man, and he's cheating on her. And when asked, why are you cheating on her? And he said, well, he's a handsome guy, and she's not a very beautiful woman at all. She got issues. He said, well, she is lucky to have me because look at her. She's not that attractive. When we go out, the women are looking at me, wondering why I'm out with her, and she's feeling good about it. And so, and so he's cheating on her and everything, but it is mine. It's okay because it's making her happy that they're together. It's that kind of mindset that's out there. Yes. No, I was agreeing with you. Yeah, it's that kind of mindset. And I'm telling you, I'm seeing things that are going to destroy this country. I don't see where it's rebuilding America at all. We're not going to get things right until we get men right and that order of God right. It's not going to get better. We can pretend like everything is fine. You can put these people in in a high positions. Uh, one lady said to me, I think it was a lady, you're mad because you said that the, the uh, women are given earthly power and that it's not real power, but an earthly power. And here you are talking about God's power 
where's God's power? I don't see God's power working. I don't see God helping the people in Africa who are starving. I don't see this and that. I'm like, wow, that's so sad that she doesn't even see an example of God's power in America today. Isn't that like sad? When I was growing up, I saw examples of God. There is a God working through people, but you don't see it now. You absolutely don't see it for the most part. And then when someone is setting that example, the world will wipe them out. It will get rid of them right away. And this is some bad stuff, folks. There was a guy that was released this week from jail, let go, after being in jail five years. Six years? Uh, he, was, uh, he was accused of raping someone, right, when he was in high school. He had the opportunity to become a great football player or something like that. And this woman accused him of raping her, and it wasn't true. He went to prison for five, six years. And the way they found out that it wasn't true is that she apparently went on his Facebook page and said, hey, why not let bygones be bygones? You know, I'm sorry what I did. You, you know, she admitted that he didn't do it. And so he was able to get out of jail. And while in jail, she sued somebody and got a million dollars or so. The school system and got a million. Isn't that amazing? On a lie, she got a million and a half dollars. Now, here's the real deal. This woman, they know now that she lied on this man. He was in jail for six years. And she is not going to jail. And they don't know for sure if she has to return the money or not. <laughs> she spent the money? Yeah, she spent it all, but she, read, she wouldn't tell the truth. She said she didn't want to give the money back. What? Yeah. She didn't want to give the money back? She didn't what? want to give the money back. And But why isn't she going to jail for falsely no accusing someone like that? She should go to jail. And I, and I guarantee you, if it was the other way around, if uh, a man had done that to a woman, it would be he would have to go to jail. They would take the money back from his paycheck the rest of his life, they, he, he would get punished for that. But because there's a woman doing it to a man, no big deal. Isn't that amazing? It's like mind-blowing to me. Yes, sir. Okay. we got to wait for the mic to be passed. Oh, okay. We're, we're hearing you, but we're not hearing whoever. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll wait. But this is what's happening in our country, and this is evil. It's really, really evil at work. Yes, ma'am. Agree with? Oh yeah, I forgot but already. They um, make jokes about it because you hear men joking about women all the time. Yeah, yeah. But they won't, they won't step up to your side and say, you know, he's right. But they do see it. I can, th- I can hear it by their jokes. And- yeah, they see it. They yeah. hear it too, and they see it. They, they're experiencing it. They're going through it. Yeah. But they are afraid. So, do you think I should not have spoken up about this at this time? No, I, I think it's good. We uh-huh. need to bring this stuff up. We're in trouble. That's right. We need to bring all this stuff up. We got to bring it up. We got to expose evil. You can't even get well in your life, your life, unless you first admit that you're no good. You'll suffer the rest of your life as long as you don't admit that you're wrong. Nothing's going to happen. You can read the Bible. You can quote the scriptures. You can go to church. But until you can admit that you're wrong, you're not going to get better in life. So we got to expose the devil. He's having his way right now. But we got to deal with this stuff, folks. We have to deal with it. Let me take right here first and then I come to it. Yes, sir. Yeah, I think the great outcry has occurred, has come against you uh, on the women thing because liberal women, like most classes of liberal people, 
whether they're whether they're liberal blacks, liberal Muslims, you know, liberal women, they all have a victim mentality. Victims cannot be wrong about anything. No. Victims have a built-in excuse for, for anything they do. It's because this oppressor made me do it. And so they, that's, that's, their, that's their shtick. The one thing I noticed in debates, they, they, they say liberals or conservative, that doesn't have any meaning at all. You just have liberals and conservatives uh, or Republicans and Democrats arguing at each other. And all they're doing is uh, they're talking about facts, right? Well, this is this way, this is that way. No, I agree or disagree. And it has no effect at all. Have you noticed that? It doesn't awaken you. There's no pain in it. There's no nothing. But when you speak of things in a spiritual manner, good versus evil, because in reality, that's what we're dealing with. Then it has an effect on people. You can, when I go on those shows, I make it a point to try to present things in a spiritual way so people can see and wake up. Because I'm looking at these debates and they have no life in them at all. Just ego people disagreeing. And Satan is happy with that. He really, he loved that. But if you, anybody that goes on these shows and speak truth, to good and evil, that's when all hell breaks loose because it has an effect on life. You awaken people. You cause them to see what's going on. Yeah, yes, sir. The only major person I've heard that defended you was uh, Ann Coulter. Yes. Regarding women. Yeah. And uh, it just occurred to me, that's pretty amazing that this woman out there has, has got more guts than any of these men we really don't get a lot of people who are coming in and defending you about this. Yeah. Even though a lot of people know, you know, we talked about the factor of kind of like the, uh, we call them the keyboard warriors, the people that get on the web room, the chat rooms and stuff, and they're really brave and they got great comments. Those comments never filter out into their, their real lives where they have to actually face somebody That's face right. to face and make the statement. That's really a shame. And is a better man than the, the average man I know. Yeah. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I remember, if I remember correctly, earlier this year, I saw her on Fox News, and she said uh, women should not have gotten the right to vote, that they're messing up things because of that. And I didn't hear a loud outcry about it, such as what I'm getting. And I think the reason they're so mad at me because a man is saying it. But when Ann said it, it was not really much said about it that I'm aware of. Unless she got a lot of static, we just don't know about it. But, but you're right, she is the only woman, and I want to find out in a minute, what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of, all right? Uh, but you're right, she's the only one. She's defending me out there as well. But it's weird. I don't know what the outcome is going to be from all of this, but I'm hoping it's for the good. I'm hoping a good debate get going on. I'm hoping that Satan is, is uh, defeated and the famine is restored. But inside of my mind and body, I feel no fear about it. I, I, feel, I don't feel happy I said it or, or afraid that I said it. I don't know what's going to happen. I know it's out there, and I know people are talking about it. And somebody's going to hear that truth, and their life will change for it. Now, as you heard Patrick said, only Ann is out there defending me right now that we know of. Um, God said that only a few will find that straight and narrow path. The many is going to go by the wayside. And this is a good example of that. A good example. 
Because you can know the truth from reading in the Bible, and you can speak about the Bible truth, but nothing happens. Nobody cares. You notice that? You can quote scriptures forever. Nobody cares. But you speak to the spirit of what's going on, all hell burglars. That's where the truth is. And I want you to wake up so you can start dealing with this. All right? Yes, sir. Uh, when, did you, when do you think it became taboo to correct women in public? To what now? When did it become taboo to correct women in public? That's a good question. For what cause? From what I can remember, because I wasn't paying attention, I just woke up the last 22 years or so, right? But I think it started with the whole civil rights, I mean, uh, women's rights movement, women's rights. Yeah, the National Organization of Women Who Hate Men and the women take, you know, out there. I mean, I think it started way back then, but it really just been catching up with us in the last 50 years or so because men are, are really cowards today in dealing with women. And not all men, but most. They're really, and it's so clear to me why, they are really, really afraid of women. You can say something in public about a woman, they go, oh, no, I can't believe you said that. And it's crazy, but you said the same thing about a man. Oh, yeah, child, that old man ain't no good. <laughs> you right about that old man. You hear that? That is crazy to me, but it's happening. But that's evil allowing that to happen or causing that to happen. Yes, uh, let me go right here. Uh, hold on just a minute, I remember 10, 12 years ago, I went to see Anne on the Bill Maurer show or yeah. whatever that name is. And she she said something then about women shouldn't be allowed to vote. I remember because that's the first time I ever thought about it. She, she must have a good daddy because she's a very brave, conservative thinking. She thinks like a man and not like a woman. She really does. And that's what I want women to do is think like not weak men, but strong men. Like a real, be logical in your thinking. Because logic comes from God. And logic, when you think without your emotions, when you think without thoughts and emotions, then you're on your way. But when you're attached to those emotions, and most people are, you're a mess. You're on your way to hell. All right? That's what I want women to do, to think logically. In the good old days, even though there were problems, I, Older women thought like men. They really did. They had some, you know, some issues, but for the most part, they thought like men. My grandmother would say, boy, I'm going to tell your granddad on you. Just wait till he gets here. I'll tell him. And, uh, and I knew she meant it. I would sit down. You know, stop it. And I didn't hear women try to put men down such as they are today. And I didn't hear men being afraid or women being afraid to tell the truth as it is today. It's a mess. Yes, sir. Oh, just getting back to the reasons uh, why they're, they're saying this, this, these things to you. They're not really giving real reasons. The reason I'm hearing a lot is like this evolutionary reason that the world has changed. You are backwards. Yeah. This is the way it is now. And uh, you're, uh, you, you want to take away the basic rights of women, homosexuals, 
and and people like this. So that's that's the whole way they're looking at it. They're part of the new vanguard. They're the ones who are thinking yeah. straight, and everybody else is uh, the ones they can't wait to die off so they can have their brave new world that they want. That's amazing. And yet they can't see that what they're doing is not working. Right. It's absolutely not working. You have some stupid woman on a magazine, Newsweek magazine, with a breastfeeding a boy that looked like he's eight years old. And, and like, oh, that's, that's cool. And then Gap, the, uh, the company Gap, has a big billboard sign of uh, two homosexual guys wearing the same T-shirt. And it's something like, what, let's love together or something? <laughs> but see, and so as, as you destroy those values of God, these kind of things come to the Who would have thought that you'd be able to drive down the road one day and see two guys in a T-shirt talking about love, let's love, let's, whatever they said. I don't remember what the sign said. But who would have thought that that would have happened, would have happened in America today? It is absolutely crazy. And these, these people who like, these are the new times. Let's do it. Forget about God's values. You're, you're from the old days. And when I say let's go back to the good old days, man, it's like talking about a woman. What do you mean good old days? You're talking about Taliban. We never had Taliban here until now. Yes, uh, are you saying that women shouldn't have the right to vote or women shouldn't have any rights at all? Very good question. Am I saying that women should have the right to vote? Or, and, or am I saying women shouldn't have any rights at all? I'm not saying either one of those. I'm not thinking that way. I don't have sense enough to think that way. All I'm saying is that let's restore that order of God and Christ, Christ and man, man over woman, women over children. Let's restore that because as long as that's broken and these women are taking over more and more and more, things are only going to get worse because the order of God is broken. I'm saying that uh, it should, uh, women don't, these liberal women, I got to say liberal now, right, Pat? No. (laughs) (laughs) Liberal women left to themselves as they are doing, will destroy America. They hate men. They hate God. They hate what's right. And everything that they do is against good. So I'm not, I mean, I'm not even thinking of changing the law. The voter law is there. I'm saying let's look at what they are doing and see who is working through them so that we can do something about it. That makes sense? Yeah, it makes sense. But what? I think that people are a little confused. Because it didn't sound like that when you said it. When I said it, it didn't yeah, sound that it didn't way? it didn't sound like that. Yeah. Um, I explained it in there, you know, not all, not all. I said logical, there, there are a few logical women out there who don't hate men. I think they do understand it. That's why they're getting mad. Because would you get angry at something that you did not understand? Well, I mean, it just leaves room for spec- speculation, you know, to say something like that and not really yeah. make it clear so that everyone understands what you, what, you, what you mean, you know. Is it clear now? It's clear to me. Yeah. yeah. Do you agree with me? Yes, I do. Yeah. And are you afraid to say that in the public? Let's say you and your friends are 
your friends are over and they have their little, you know, uppity wives with them. You know, how you guys are. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't be afraid you to say it. You guys think you're mean... better than us. You live in the suburbs. <laughs> we say those kind of things all the time. So, so your little suburban friends are over. I'll listen to them. Would you... <laughs> Would you be afraid to say that with all the women in the room? No. Yeah. Good, man. We need more of that. R Ronnie, you agree with me? On which part? About, <laughs> <laughs> about the order of things that we got to bring back yeah, God's order. order of things, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And, yeah. And that, do you agree that these liberal women are creating a shameless society? Uh, yeah, I do agree with that. I can hear you. Yes, I do agree with that. And do you agree that we need to focus on it so that we can start dealing with it like we've done with everything else? I guess so, yeah. Well, I, I mean, feel... you have to do the same thing that you've done in every other area, in every, in every other category. That's right. You've been bringing things to the light, so this is no exception. Yeah. Is there any part of your mind that tells you that I'm against women? I mean, I know you, and I've been around you a long time, so I, I probably know the difference, but yeah. it, it doesn't sound that way when you when you do say it. And when I look back at it through history, I see a lot of things have been done wrong to women, too. I think a lot of times women didn't have certain rights, and that's why they kept fighting for more rights. You know, they got wronger and wronger in a lot of ways that they handled things, but that's probably why they came to the point where they wanted the votes and different things like that. So... Well, it's clear that men have, most men have not been right. You know, they've not dealt with life in the right way. And so I understand all that. But the problem is, you know how you become like what you hate? Right. We got hateful women making decisions that goes against men and against families. And they are doing to men and families exactly what they accuse the men of doing to them. And that's what happens with hate. Uh huh. In, in, in those every days. category. Really. They're passing laws that destroy the family, that put men in jail, that, I mean, abortion, same sex marriage. And, and that's what men were doing wrong before. And now th these women are doing exactly the same thing because they're trying to get back at men and maybe they don't realize it. But that's the thing, they don't realize it. People yeah. who are angry don't realize that. And no one's told them any differently. And there's nothing that has told them along the way to do it any differently. And so, As for the men either. When you're hanging out with your, your female friends, are you bold enough to speak this kind of truth to them? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty <laughs> bold, period, about saying things. I mean, I get, so what now? I'm pretty bold about saying things, period. I get shut down a lot. And they try to shut me down. Yeah. I mean, I don't have as much anger about it like I have to be right anymore, so it's Good. kind of fun. So, I mean... Some things, I mean, I really can't say I say things all the time. I kind of watch what I say sometimes more than I probably used to because it's not, it's not worth it sometimes. Right. Know? Sometimes you can be mm -hmm. quiet about it. Yeah. But, but you... Sometimes but, they're just obvious. I just have to kind of just put something in there, like one sentence, like, well, have you questioned that? Have you seen this side of yes. it? You know? yeah. And just don't try to put too much on it so that I'm not trying to make, force my way on them, you know, my rights on them. And sometimes you feel fear about speaking up? I don't feel fear, uh, amazingly. I don't feel fear. I just, uh, like I said, now I used to try to push my views on them. They were right. I was right and they were wrong. But I don't do that anymore because yeah. I see how people think and it's so weird to me. It's that crazy, huh? People 
can come can, can come to the conclusions that they do. So I, I realize that they just can't see certain things, and, yeah. and maybe and I have to maybe keep looking at myself too to make sure I'm right too. Yeah, right on. Mm-hmm. Speak up, folks. You gotta speak up. But you're right. You gotta make sure you're not doing it with resentment. With resentment. If you want to live, and I've said this before, and I continue to say it. If you want to live, let go of all of your resentment. Let it all go, and then perfect love will kick in, and it is something else. It really is. It's amazing. You never, it's weird. You never have to think about anything. It's like giving to you to know. And then when you take a bold step, you don't think about the step. You know, sometimes when you're angry, you think about what you're about to do before you do it, right? And you wonder, what's going to happen if I say this, and what's going to happen if I say that, or do this or that, Right? Well, when you're guided by the light, you don't have to wonder those things at all because it's just given to you to know. You're guided by the light, you can see. So you don't have to think about it. Isn't that a nice way to live? And God's thoughts are not, his ways are not like what Satan is telling you. They're nothing like, it's like so far apart, it's amazing. It's nothing like what you think it is. So you got to wake up. You got to wake up. I'm sounding the alarm. You got to wake up because the next generation is is screwed up already. So we're going to have to suffer through them. That's the way it was in those days. And it's different now. And we're trying to let them know it's not really different. Human behavior isn't that different. The only difference right now is that evil is having its way more so than good. But it's still that same spiritual battle. But beforehand, good was more pronounced, you know. You would not consider teaching children about sex and, and same-sex marriage in the public school system because good, people knew better. And so the kids are right. Things are changing, but the laws are not changing from God. The spiritual laws are the same. And that's why everybody that sin suffers. All those who are sinning, they are suffering. And all those who are encouraging others to sin are suffering. That's what's going on. Uh, let's take the young lady behind you, Jack. Yes, try sir. to go around her so you don't stand in front of that lady. Yeah, let her hold it. Go ahead. Okay, when I uh, saw that interview on the, view, on the View, when they put you up on the screen there, yeah. you were talking about power. You, didn't, uh, you thought women who took power were... They just don't know how to handle it. Right. Well, I could have swore I saw that that session where you talk like that, and they didn't realize it was you were talking about. I mean, quote me if I'm wrong, but I took it as when I thought I saw it. I'm not quite <laughs> sure, but uh, you were talking about people like people in power, like Nancy Pelosi. Yes. And these people that have uh, taken on a lot of control and they have a lot of sway with the politicians and stuff like that. It wasn't necessarily the basic woman. I was talking about women. I was talking about the whole deal. Women in power, political mm-hmm. power. They vote in all the wrong laws. And the laws that they're voting in are going against men and against the family. Uh, I'm talking about uh, women who are now running businesses like corporate American. Uh, a lot of those women hate what's right. right. They, too, hate men. And so, and they support abortion. They support gay marriage, they, uh, same-sex marriage. They support uh, uh, putting a man in jail if he's not paying 
child support. Right. They support everything that's wrong. And then if you if you are hosting a radio show or doing something that needs advertisement and these women don't agree with you, they pull their ads. They take it away from you to shut you down from uh, speaking the truth. Where in the good old days when men and women love was right, that would not have happened. They would support you instead of trying to stop the truth. And I'm talking about women who are left alone to raise children. It's not in their nature to raise a child. Right. It's like the woman look up to the man as he looks up to Christ to guide him. But when that light is not there, they end up messing up the children because it, it, the kids don't listen to parents, uh, the mother after a while. Right. After three years old, the kids don't think, they don't care what the mother thinks at all. <laughs> Have you noticed that? Yes. They do not care, but a man can step in and say something to them and they listen. So it's, it's in those positions that I'm talking about. That makes sense? Yeah, because, no. see, they didn't get to hear that part. Right. They don't, they don't know that. They just took you out of context. And they're, here's one guy, and look, at he's wearing blue. And can you see this? You know, <laughs> he's wearing blue, and that, yeah. and, and blue's bad, you know, yeah. or something like that. It's just yeah. making up stuff that just doesn't make sense. And they overreact just yes. like that. I was they're spoiled women. Yeah. Amen. Are you afraid to speak up like that? In public, if someone, if you're having a conversation? No. no then, well, I mean, I, I, kind of, I kind of do voice my opinions. Once in a while, I'm in a position like at the schools, and I see the, the cruelty, how they treat the kids and yeah. stuff like that. I, I kind of like watch out what I say in the schools a little bit, but I do come out and say something. Yeah. Or Why I, do you like, watch out what you say? Well, I mean, it's like... They can't see that, you know, they don't allow boys to do anything anymore. Right. They can't, they can't jump a fence. They can't, uh, you know, try to make a flip because, you know, they're going to hurt somebody or kill somebody or whatever on the playground. And yeah. Accidents happen, but, you know, boys and girls both, they, they get excited and they want to run and they want to have fun and they want to jump. And sometimes they're not always coordinated right. Yeah. They hurt somebody. And so immediately they're going to expel you. Or something. They're going to get rid of you because you were having too much fun and you had an accident. And, you know, they, there's no outlet, you know. Um, and it's happening to too many kids and mostly boys. It's so dumb now that if you want to ride a horse, you have to wear a helmet. <laughs> did you know that? <coughs> How did that happen? Who want to sit on a horse with a helmet? Yes. <laughs> like you ride a bicycle or something, huh? Who want to ride a bike with a helmet? But a friend of mine ride horses, and he showed me a picture. He had a helmet on, sitting on a horse. I'm like, it, it, it's dumb. I used to ride horses all the time growing up, even as a, a 12, 13, 14, 15. Just jump on the horse and go, right? Sometimes I didn't even put a saddle on the horse. Nobody said put a helmet on. <laughs> Can you imagine how dumb is that? Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on, Wayne. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, competitive competition with horses. They wear helmets, and they now some of them wear jackets that protect them, though. Well, the how you go to ride a horse with all that stuff? Like you go to war. When they fall, you know, so, you know, I've ridden horses before. Some horses will run you into a tree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but, Wayne, horses have always been doing that. Yeah. Exactly. That's not nothing new. Yeah. 
Well, you get the neck broken. Motorcycles without helmets too, Jesse. Yeah. So but, what? <laughs> I mean, so. Yeah, a lot of them are not here. I mean, and, I, and not all the time. Most of the people that are, I, most of the people, not all, not all, because sometimes you don't see those folks on the bikes. But most of the time, those people who have an accident on the bikes, mm-hmm. they are out of order in the way that they're riding the bikes. They're trying to come up by you on the freeway. And one guy was riding his bike on the freeway and hit my mirror on my car because he was going, he didn't stay in his lane. He was between the cars. So they get themselves killed. But I don't. I, I can't imagine riding. I'm never going to ride a horse with a helmet. <laughs> I, I didn't grow up like that. I, I fell out of an oak tree once, right? And we didn't have a helmet on. <laughs> <laughs> a bit harder, huh? <laughs> so I used to climb this tree all the time. My grandmother said, "Boy, you better stay out of that tree. You're gonna fall out of, you know, break your neck, right?" But I climbed the tree anyway. And one day I fell out and hit my head so hard. I showed them the oak tree who went to Alabama. Didn't I show you that, Frankie? I showed them that tree. And you know what my grandmother said? I told you to stay your A out of that tree. She didn't say, go put a helmet on. (laughs) (laughs) But that made me tough. Any man that wears a helmet on a horse is a sissy. (laughs) Sorry, Rob. (laughs) Rob, you have to ride a helmet, right? Put this thing on. Yeah, in public. You know, whenever you go on, like, let's see, public trail ride and stuff and everything, it is the law. Isn't that crazy? That's a crazy law. I know. How do you ride a horse with a helmet? I mean, you have to, I mean, I believe, I mean, listen, you're supposed to have a choice. Whether you feel safe or if you feel safe for wearing a helmet, go ahead and wear a helmet. But it should not be a mandate. Yeah. should not be a mandate. It should be an individual choice. But these are the kind of laws that these people are passing. So what? Also because people sue them a lot. Well, we should have it where they can't sue. You get on the horse at your own risk. I never thought about suing anyone when I rode a horse. We changed those laws. We don't don't dumb America down because somebody may try to sue. Change the laws where they can't sue. That's all you do. You keep America strong. And the way you keep America strong... Keep the family strong. That's how you keep America strong. Uh, uh, Weaken that family, we're gonna have we have what we have right now. Keep America strong, keep the family strong. When black Americans uh, were had the family together, they were strong people. The family's broken, now they're weak and pathetic. I think here. Herman, did you have your hand over? And then we'll go to Susan Roberts. Two quick things uh, related to the uh, uh, the weakening. I, I saw the other night on Nightline where uh, now when you play football, even though they have better equipment, they're telling these uh, football players that they can't tackle how they can tackle, even though their protective gear is better than what they used to have. They're, like, trying to tell them you can't tackle with your head first. And, and this is just weakening the game. This is coming from liberal women. A real man would not sit back and think of something like that. A real man would not sit back and think, in order to ride a horse, you got to have a helmet. This is coming from liberal women because women are emotional and it's based on how they feel about things. I told you about the time that I was plowing the field, right? This is why I'm taking everybody back to the plantation. To really teach you a tough life. I, I, was, I didn't want to stay home and plow the field that day. 
my granddad said, no, you got to do it. I want to go to school. And, and I was just crying. I want to go to school. He's like, no, you have to stay home and plow the field. And so I went out there, and I made the mule take off, and he, the, the plow went over my foot and cut my foot. It was like all red and white. You know, I had white skin on there and everything. And I was crying. I said, Dad, I cut my foot. He's like, I don't care. If you had done what I told you, <laughs> it would not have happened. And you still got to plow the field. So I'm plowing the field with a cut foot. Isn't that amazing? That's how you make men. M- Mama would have said, oh, baby, come on home. Let me put some alcohol on it. Go sit down. But my, my granddad didn't put any alcohol on it or anything. <laughs> I just had to ply the field. Just, just can I make one more point? And, I, and, I, and after that time, I never complained about staying home from school to ply the field. He said, you got to stay home today. I stay home. Because I had, I had a cut foot, missed school, and still plied the field. That's how you make boys. And that's how you make girls strong, too. You're not supposed to be timid with a girl when you're raising your daughters. You should be strong. You give them the same love that you give your sons. Yes, Hermes, last hey, point. Even when, even then, uh, you know, now we asked you to wa- kind of water it down by saying liberal women. Even when you I say know, liberal, I hate it doing doesn't that. even have the same effect. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't have the same meaning. That's right. And the only way I'm doing it because I don't want Patrick to get mad at me. What? <laughs> Behind every good black man is a good white man. I don't like saying liberal women. I really don't. I'm saying I'm talking about good and evil. I'm talking about men and women. I'm talking about the order of God. And I really don't like saying that. I shouldn't. And I won't say it anymore. Wayne told me not to. I don't remember being the one who said to use liberal women. Oh, who told me to say that? I don't know, but. Oh, okay. So I don't have to say it anymore? No. I'm free again. Thank you, Hermes. Yes, sir. What I think is kind of interesting is that the liberal women are making all these laws. We ain't got to say women. These women are women making of, all these laws. We ain't got to say liberal. Women of Satan. They're making laws like you got to wear a helmet for to ride your bike or whatever, like you guys were just saying. And uh, But yet they can, they can kill their baby in the womb anytime yeah. they want. Yeah. But I don't have Good a right point. to kill myself. Yeah. Excellent point. That's a real man right there. <laughs> yes. Let me do, get here first, and then I'm coming back on this side of the room, all right? I, I got to get my questions answered, too. The time is going by. Yes, ma'am. Did you have your hand? No. Oh, I did. I'm sorry. Who over? Yes, ma'am. Um, I met a socialist woman. A what? A socialist oh, okay. woman. An evil woman. Yeah, well, An yeah, evil woman. but she represented herself like being a very nice woman yeah. and trying to help people. And she told me that she was uh, uh, from a communist country and that uh, everything that they're telling us here is a lie. The Republicans are trying to uh, take us and, and in, <laughs> like enslave us, you know? That it's not the Democrats, you know. Oh, yeah. And she said that she came from her country and that she has, uh, she had free medical, free schooling, and everything, and they, they were all intelligent. 
And uh, and and I just I I mean I was surprised. So you just started laughing and took off, right? No, I I right. got surprised because she represents like a nice lady with yeah. common sense. And when I started telling her about Obama and all the things he was doing, <coughs> her face changed and she got furious yeah. with me. Yeah. You know, and I just said, "Oh my God, that's the first time I met a person like that." You know, yeah, they're out there. It was sort of Believe like me. <coughs> they're definitely there. Yeah. But they do believe that uh, that uh, Republicans are lying to us. Yeah. She says, you're brainwashed. She, she told you you're brainwashed? Yeah. She said, you're brainwashed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Let me ask this because of time. Anybody here afraid? To, and I don't want you tomorrow morning go out making a fool of yourself now. I'm not saying do that. You understand that, right? I don't want you to go to work and all of a sudden you're speaking up and losing your jobs. <laughs> you understand that? There's a time to speak and there's a time not to speak. Get that clear because I can see a, a few people here going to work tomorrow. <coughs> oh, I'm speaking up and get fired. God doesn't want that. I don't want that. I want you to let God guide you and I want you to notice if you have fear, then watch that so you can overcome it. All right, because greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. It really is true. And there's nothing like living a life of faith. And when you don't have resentment, you have faith. And we have faith, it's the light unto your feet. You never have to worry about anything. Uh, this whole thing that's going on with me right now, it doesn't feel like it's happening to me. It's like I'm looking at a movie. I don't know the outcome. And at this point, I don't know even how to respond to these people. You know, I haven't written an article about it yet, but I don't know how to respond to them. So I'm just taking it one day at a time. And whatever God's will is, that's what will happen. And God love me. He'll take care of me. <coughs> Excuse me. Especially if I'm on his side. And God does love us. And Satan hates us. And we got to stand against evil because these people are representing evil. They are against the family. And anyone who is against the family is against God. God created that family for a reason. I don't see any real attempt in rebuilding families. They talk about the family messed up, but all they think about is another bill or another government program, governmental program. They don't think about men turning back to God. Even the Christians are afraid to say it. We got to tell the truth. Did I see a hand? Yes, ma'am. Hold on for the mic. Wait for the mic. Yes. I actually have two things, but one thing is... Um I was thinking, is the reason that you have to say things like women shouldn't be allowed to vote and Rush Limbaugh calls that lady a slut, <coughs> the, you know, the contraception lady. Those kind of words and things have gotten to this point is that we're dealing with such craziness, you know. I mean, this is so crazy, what, yeah. wearing helmets, riding horses. horses. It's so crazy that you have to say something a little just to get people's attention yeah. to what the real problem is. They knew that in the good old days, <clears throat> if a woman was a, a slut or a whore, <clears throat> uh, the, the parents would say, I don't want you dating that woman. She's a whore. Don't marry her. She's sleeping with everybody. Or don't marry that guy. He'll cheat on you. He's cheating around with everybody. He will not make for a good husband. Oh, Father, they would say it out loud. 
because it brought shame to that person. And sometimes when you're ashamed of what you're doing, you can repent. I don't know if white folks do that. What? I don't know if white folks do that, did that in the old days. In the old days? I don't remember. Oh, uh, is that true? <laughs> Anybody? Oh, yes, in the old days, of course it was true. White people wouldn't point out things like that? They wouldn't call you a slut. Well, what would they call you? I mean, I don't know. Mine was, <laughs> mine was liberal. I had a liberal family that... Your family was liberal, so they didn't call you a slut if you slept around. No. Um, I had some sluts well, in my family. Well, they would say something, they would, but they wouldn't use that word. <laughs> and I'm, I'm thinking... I'm just thinking right now. Uh, I, I had a slut in my family when I grew up with. And, and she was having sex with everybody and her mama. And we knew she was a slut. Isn't that something? In my own family. I think I was a slut one time. Before my heart changed. <laughs> a whore? Who said whore? Uh, a whore. Uh, uh, we can't say slut in church either. How about Jezebel? There you go. Jezebel is fine? Oh, okay. What's the difference? Let me ask you this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because of time. Right here, Robert. What did you uh, what's the difference between a Jezebel and a slut? So I would say there's no difference, but I would just say it's nicer just to say Jezebel. Everybody know what you mean. Oh. Everybody know what you mean. Oh. But since I have the mic, I've been having a question. Oh, good. So my question is, so I don't know the gentleman's name in the back who said this, but what does it mean when you say to correct a woman in public? I don't know what that means. You know, well, sometimes... Uh, you can be amongst women and they're saying things or acting out or doing things that are wrong. A lot of men won't say anything because they're afraid of her reaction. And, but if it was a man out acting out or saying something wrong, especially in meetings and forums and things, they'll they correct the man because they're not afraid of him. They're afraid of the woman. Have you noticed that? I would say, well, from my experience, yeah. I would say no, because, I mean... Is it easier to correct men or to correct women? Well, I don't... I, in my experience, I haven't found it easy to correct men. You found it easier to correct men? I said I haven't found it easy to correct men or women. Who is it easier to speak up to, men or women? Well, I speak up to anybody, so... You speak, but... Well, and when I say that, as this lady over here represented... I I speak up when there's a reason to. Yes. Like if it doesn't matter, a hill yeah. of beans, you know, if you get ready well, to do something. Well, I think women, <laughs> now I may be wrong, but I think women don't have a problem with speaking up to other women, right? You guys will go off on each other just like that, right? That's true. But when it comes to men speaking up to women, that's where the problem is. Because it's like speaking up to mama. You know, it's a mama, it's a mother and son uh uh, conflict. I remember before God changed my heart, I used to be afraid, unless I was angry, I would not speak up to women because I knew they would get mad and I didn't know how to handle their anger. And there was something in me that was afraid of their anger. It was like dealing with mama. Really, I would have that same fear with my mother. But once I forgave my mother and God forgave me, he took that away from me. And so now I can deal with women in the same manner I deal with men. 
both the same. I'm not afraid of either one of them. And so when they start acting out, I just look at them acting out and still tell the truth. I remember once, long story short, I was up in Sacramento speaking at the Capitol about something. And Diane Watson was the uh, was my representative at the time, state representative, right? And so I went up to speak, and I said, in my opening statement, I said, um, I want to make it clear, and I don't remember every word for word. I want to make it clear that um, uh, uh, Diane Watson, and I named the other black representative that were there from South Central LA area, I said that I don't want you to listen to them because they do not represent black people. They do not represent what is right. And I said, these people are evil people, and they are not representative. And that woman had a hissy fit. She jumped up and yelled and screamed. She's a big old woman, you know. <laughs> she was like up there screaming and yelling, turn his mic off. Turn his mic off. They're like, no, we can't turn his mic off. Well, I don't want to hear what he has to say. And I kept speaking, and the more I spoke, the worse she got. And I felt so nice, like, wow, this is so cool. I'm not afraid to tell her the truth, you know? <laughs> and all the mama was coming out of her. And it didn't bother me at all, because it was the truth. And, and God took away mama's spirit from me, because in mama's spirit, with mama's spirit inside of me, there's fear. She's like a God, you know? And there's fear to speaking up to mama. And that's what the problem is today. That's why these women are getting away with this stuff, because men don't know how to handle their anger. They don't know how to handle that reaction. Right away, that fear come up when they try to deal with the woman, and they'll back down or they'll cower into what she wants. That's what the problem is. That's why they, Can you imagine having to go up against Nancy Pelosi or Whoopi Goldberg or somebody like that? I would love that now. Before, I would not have been able to do it because I had this resentment for my mother. But when you forgive, God will forgive you and take that away from you. Do you have any questions, any disagreement? This is your first time here? Second. Oh, sorry. any disagreement with what I'm saying here? I haven't been here in a long time, so I don't... No. How about today? You disagree with anything I'm saying? No. Good. I'm good with it. Right on. <laughs> There's logical women out there who do not hate men any longer. And so if you want to be free, men and women, you got to forgive, let it go, and then God will kick in and he will guide you in the right way to go. But until you, uh, for, uh, uh, unless you forgive, you're going to be living in your head, believing lies, having fear, having doubts, looking for love in all the wrong places. I want you to pay attention to what is happening in the world around you and notice how everything they do goes against the family. They're not rebuilding men and women together. They're separating you more. So thanks for tuning in and thank you for coming. I appreciate it. For more information, to purchase a copy of this program or to make a donation, visit us on the web at bondinfo.org or call 1-800-411-2663. That's 1-800-411-BOND. You're already home.